You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Inside NBA show. Wednesday's a grit and grind, baby. The weekly show previewing the games going forward and helping you win your week. As always, we're brought here today by the Standard Squeeze and Ryan from Astute Newstead. I'm the Supercoach Matrix and I'm here today with Mickey Dell again, mate. How's your day been? Hello, brother. Long day at work. How good is it just to be able to call myself a JD? Yourself, what are you sipping on? Lolly water there and just talk yeah. NBA. Yeah, look, I'm excited. I've been talking basketball all night. Um, mm. still got me NBL jersey on. Um, shout out to the Brisbane Bullets, but I've got my Sonics hat on. I'm good to go. And, um, yeah, today on Grit and Grind, I suppose we're going to talk about who to target on your waiver wise and why. Um, I've got yeah. a little bit of a strategy about the next upcoming two days, um, because there's 13 games coming up. So we're just going to, I suppose, dive into some hot topics there um, yep. just to help get you through your week. A little bit of chatter on a Wednesday, and um, I think she'll be pretty short and quick tonight. So, um, sounds, yeah. Sounds good to me. As your missus said, let's move on. Um, look, I want to I look at the games not today first. Coming up the following day. So the Bucks are playing the Pacers, and the Hawks are playing the Magic. All teams that have been doing pretty well. Um, but with the 13 games on, I actually recommend you add guys from these teams today because everybody's going to be scrambling for these players after, after you know, this round's finished. Um, yeah. Because you're going to have a full squad with 13 games today. Like, there's not too many people that are going to have a bench spot today. Um, look, I don't think there's any advantage to one of these guys over another guy apart from talent levels, I mean with the schedule, um, because even the Milwaukee and Indiana double where they play today and play the following day, it doesn't matter as you're probably not playing them today if they've been sitting on the wire anyway. Hey, mate. No, you're not. But I love that you've brought this up because, again, there's 13 games today. So, like, you're almost going to have a full team anyway. This is where you're going to make ground. The days where your opponent's not having any players play, that's moving day. And there's two of those days this week. And it's boring. And I'd love to go through waiver wire pickups of every one of these 13 games. Cause I do just love talking about basketball, but mm. I think it's a little bit irrelevant because to win your week, you got to have guys playing on that, on that almost blank slate day. Um, you know, it was election day yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously there was no games, but if you've got players from these four teams, it's moving. Yeah. It's moving week. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. Um, having a look at guys from this, um, Bobby Portis is somebody I think could be added from Milwaukee. Yeah, I think so. If you, yeah, streaming boards, not so much. He doesn't get the, the big blocks that other centers on the waiver wire might, but you know, he'll shoot the occasional three. He'll get you your 10 to 15 points. I mean, Brooke Lopez hasn't been in the best of form this year, so you could definitely do worse by picking him up. And having a look at the magic. That hmm. whole point guard situation, that whole guard rotation, I find really interesting. Um, yeah. Haven't found any news on Markel Fultz yet. I think that that'll be closer to a game time decision. Um, so is. Suggs and Cole yeah. Anthony are people that I would look at. And Markel Fultz is on the waiver wire in a couple of my legs. Any snippet, and follow me on Twitter. Um, as soon as I find out Markel Fultz is playing, I'm going to be adding him. Yep. So. I've been holding him this past week, week and a half in a, a league that we have, a 20-man team, 
and he's been upgraded from out to day to day. And I that was for the last game, I believe. Well, I'm hoping that he'll be playing next game, but I don't think he's too far off. I think they're just managing him through at the moment. Mate, tell us about your favourite player at the moment in every group chat I'm in. You just don't shut up about Goga. So your boy Goga. Goga, 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 Goga Batadze. Pick him up. He's the starting centre for the Orlando Magic at the moment. Uh, First game, 10-10, five blocks. uh, Perfect from the line. Next game, not so good. What was it? Six six points, seven boards. Um, Yeah, you could definitely do worse. So he's... He's different to Wendell Carter Jr. and he's different to um, Mo Wagner in that he plays a lot of his ball around the rim where these two guys are stretch bigs. I think he adds an element of toughness to their defense. I think it actually works better for them. So if you see him on the waiver wire, go and pick him up. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I like him and definitely in the right builds. Like he's not going to, like you said, he's not a stretch guy, um, no. but he gets, I actually like his blocks. Um mm. Also, Benedict Matherin from the Indiana Pacers. He's, he's getting it, dropped a lot. It could be the definition of rocks and diamonds, couldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This man, when he's on, he's he's unbelievable. He's nice to watch. He's had a slow start to the season, but I think it's because the Pacers have been playing, what, 10, sometimes 11 deep. He's got yep. the start there. I think he's a young player still. Give him time. Don't drop him yet, but if he's on waivers, I'd be looking to pick him up this week. Yeah, and the definition of like a perfect waiver wire pickup, like people are dropping him because he's out of form. I think that he'll get like he's got those. I, ha- I was just having a look at the minutes, and it's 22, 24, 25. I think if some of those shots go down early, you could see him push for 30 minutes in this team. Um, Buddy Heald's been going pretty well, but Matherin, that's his spot, I think. And if his shot's going down, coach is going to keep playing him. Yep, 100%. I think they're going to stick with him being the young bloke. That's the way forward for the Indiana Pacers. Um, Sadiq Bay is a guy I'm looking at. Um, he actually nearly looks better off the bench than he did starting, to be honest. He does. He does. I like it when they uh, start Johnson and bench Bay and let Bay play with the second unit. I think that suits his game a little bit better than by playing with a ball-dominant Trey Young. Yeah, and adds a bit of, I suppose, veteran presence to that bench. Yeah. Um, you know, really good for s- streaming threes, can get the odd steal, um, you know, just can light it up, can shoot. Um, probably one of the only guys that you'll see on your on your waiver wire that has scored a 50-piece. Um, yeah, Sadiq mm-hmm. Bay. Um, yeah, you, you could add him, especially with this lineup. And a couple of, I suppose, long shots are like your Jalen Smiths, your Obi Toppin, who actually had a really nice game last year. Um, shout out to Matty G, massive, massive fan of Obi Toppin. He is. Um, but, yeah, but yeah um, Obi Toppin got 18 last game and Naismith. Um, again, that rotation is really hard to follow in Indy, but any of these guys could get opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I really like what Jalen Smith's been doing. His field goal percentages have been unreal. I reckon in the last week and a half, he's north of 80%. Like the bloke barely ever misses at the moment. He's shooting threes. He's blocking shots. He's grabbing boards. In a deeper league, he's a good stream. I still don't think he's at 12-team streamable at the moment. Yep. So his last three games, 13-5, and 11-9, and 9-7, and seven, um, just mm-hmm. the one block. Gets the odd assist and very rarely turns it over. Seventy five percent in one game, sixty six percent in the other game, and a hundred percent in the next game. So there you go. Yeah, real, really dependable. Yep. 
Um, look, let's add into, um, I suppose, some of these these previews. He's heating up. Celtics versus 76ers is one I'm really interested in watching. Um, I'm always interested as to the sixth and the fifth guy for the Celtics. Um, hmm. Orford is somebody that I've had in my rosters in and out. Uh, Derek White I've seen sit on the waivers on occasion. Um, yeah. yeah the guys that are going to be getting the points are going to be their main guys. Yeah, it's the five, isn't it? It's Pozingas, Holiday, Brown. Tatum and then White. You might get the occasional um, Sammy Hauser streaming threes, but it's very hot and cold. And even Peyton Pritchard, like one game he's on, next game he he does sweet FA. And it's kind of interesting in Philadelphia too how it's all going to shake mm. out now. But yeah. again, you know, Maxie's going to be getting those minutes. Uh, Tobias Harris seems to be really good. Kelly Oubre should be rostered in all leagues. Uh, but like your Rokos and and I've been a bit disappointed in Melton, to be honest. I thought that he would step he up. He has been. Yeah. yeah. He's been a bit quiet lately. One I'm interested to see play is Nicholas Batum. Playing that point forward off the bench. We know he rebounds. We know he likes to dish the rock. If he can average his 10 points, five rebounds, five assists again, in a deeper league, he might be streamable. But when we're talking 12-team league, I don't think he'll get there. And in 17 minutes in his first game, went and got 11 and 2, I suppose, on 80% shooting, which is encouraging. Mm-hmm. All yep, right, let's head into the let's head into the Utah Jazz and the Pacers. And again, talking about the Pacers rotations just being really frustrating. They have been getting up the wins though. Jazz have been pretty ordinary, even though they beat my Grizzlies, who have been even worse. I'm still going to be looking at, at Walker Kessler as a possible buy-low option if people are people are hating on him. Yeah, for sure. He's a definite buy-low candidate at the moment. But I don't know what the Jazz are doing playing Taylor and Horton Tucker at PG. Get out of the way, mate. Let Keontae George or one of the younger guys run the point. That's the way of the future. He's stunting their growth. At two and six, you have to start to think something like that's going to happen soon. Um, I'm still yeah. super high on John Collins. I think that if you trade a guy... You know, if he took him in the 110s, maybe he they could think that they're selling high if you're trading like the 90th, you know, a 90th pick or or somebody that's doing well in the short term and you could still get a really good trade out of it. So 100%, yeah. Heading into the Washington versus the Hornets. I know you're a massive Hornets fan, mate. Um, are you stashing Miles Bridges in any leagues? No. Um, purely because I think that I can win my league without having him. I'm going the good bloke route on this one. Yeah, so I fight dirty. Um, so to be, <laughs> to be completely honest, I've got yeah. him stashed in a few leagues, especially in leagues that allow that IL+. Plus. Um, mm-hmm. Look, pick, picked him up late. Everybody was super high when the news came out that there was a warrant out for him again. We haven't heard anything yet. Um, you were mentioning that they might hit the Hornets might even sanction him with a – I suppose the suspension or at least a fine, they can't come out with that until after the NBA. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. That's what I read. Yeah, they can't impose anything further until the NBA suspension is done. So there is a chance that Miles Bridges isn't back in, you know, four more, four more games, that's, isn't there? That's right. But even then, like, you got to think, this guy hasn't played NBA basketball for 18 months. 
So it's going to take him a while to get his legs underneath him, to get acclimatized to the pace of the game, all that sort of jazz. He was a good basketball player before this incident occurred, but if you're picking him up to be good next week, you're kidding yourself. Um, two things I-, I want to talk about with yeah. uh, with the Washington Wizards before we do move on. Denny Avdia, yeah. tell me. So Is- I'm just going to read off his last five games. So Please. 10 points, six boards, two assists, a steal. 11 points, seven boards, one and one. 22 points, five boards, three assists, two steals, a block. 14 points, four and three. 16 points, five boards, six assists, and a steal. Do you think he's streamable? Because he's still out there and available in a lot of leagues. Yeah, I think he's definitely outplaying Corey Kispert. And I actually did the Wizards um, preview show to come into the year. And Danny Avdi is winning that spot. 100% he is. And Kispert's carrying an ankle as well. So I want to talk about the Wizards because I just find the Wizards fascinating at the moment. Is Tyce Jones a drop at the moment? He's not playing very well, but I don't think he's droppable yet. I think something's got to change there. Jordan Poole and uh, I've gone blank. Kuzma are the ball dominant players there. But for them to be good, they need a proper PG to be able to run the offense there. Now, is Jordan Poole – I've had a few people in my DMs trying to chave me Jordan Poole. I rattle off his last three games, 13-1-1, 19-1. Six and four and 23, one and six. Probably when people were taking Jordan Poole in and around that 50 range, they expected better, didn't they? Is he 100%. a buy low candidate or is this just what Jordan Poole is now? I think that is what he is. I think. In a better team, he'd be better, but because there's so much focus on him on a young Washington team, I think this is what we're to expect this year. So the minutes have sort of – he played 25, he played 20, he played 28, he's played 31. Um, he's shooting the ball actually really well, 53%, 57%, 38%, 45%, better than I expected. I think yeah. he's a buy-low candidate, and I think that I'll be trading for him. Nice. Let's see how this plays out. Um, Spurs and the Knicks. Look, everybody's talking about Wemby, generational talent, um, but you're not going to be able to trade for him or... Um, no, you're not. Yeah, you're not going to be able to trade for him or pick him up off the waivers. Um, is Trey and Sohan a drop? I kind of find they've been cancelling each other out. What's your thoughts? I agree with you. Yeah, I had Sohan in a 12-team league and I've dropped him. I just... There's there's no real value there for me. Like, he'll give you your 10, 5, and 5. I guess, but the field goal percentages are down. I just, yeah, there's there's a definite job share there, and it's just not working for either of them. So what do you do if you're a Julius Randall owner? Because I'm going to get up his stats in the minute, and it has been extremely brutal. You're buying low on him. Like if you own him, you've got to hold on to him because his, his stock is too damaged to get anything credible back. So you need to hold yeah. him. But if I'm out there looking for Julius Randle, I'm not offering anything decent for him, but willing to take him on knowing he's only going to get better. He's still been getting double-doubles, like 27 and 10 in his last game on 42%. was probably mm-hmm. his best game, but, you know, shot 25% for 16 and 12. Got the nice five assists. It's just you have to hold him. 
I just I just implore you that you got Julius Randle knowing that his field goal percentage was going to be shit. Maybe you didn't think he was going to be this shit as the current 264th ranked player on Yahoo, but you That's have disgusting. to write it out, don't you? You have to. There's just no other way. Yeah. And don't rage trade Julius, um, sorry, uh, Jalen Brunson either. Um, he will come good. He just come off another 40 piece the other day, uh, followed up by a couple of ordinary games. Just be patient, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Right, Clippers and the Nets are some of the most watched games, really, with these guys, especially in Australia with Ben Simmons being there. Um, but Dinwiddie's on waivers. Is he an ad? Um, he went 19, 6 and 6 and then went and went 3 3 and 3 in his last game like 19 6 and 6 is a definite ad 3 3 and 3 definitely isn't we find him playing off the ball a little bit where are you at with Dinwiddie dollars if Simmons is playing no if Simmons is out you're playing him cuz i think you'll find when he had the 19 6 and 6 Simmons wasn't playing and when he had yep. the 3 3 and 3 you've got Cam Thomas and Ben Simmons handling the rock flat out so long story short no He's on waivers for a reason. So I'm a bit of a gambling man, and in drafts I took James Harden. So I look into my DMs, and he's played one game, 31 minutes, uh, 17 points, three rebounds, six assists, one steal, only the two turnovers, at a really nice field goal percentage. And I find people trying to buy low on James Harden. Do you think Mm -hmm. James Harden will have a better year than what was represented in his first game? Yes, I do. The ball is going to live in Harden and Westbrook's hands, as we saw in game one. The superstar that I think it affects the most, if we go back and look at the tape, is PG. So Paul George, a lot of his shots came off the catch and shoot. He went, what, two for nine, I think his field goal um, stats were from that game. He looks to be the one that's going to suffer the most. Now, heading into the next one, we go... Cavs and Thunder. Donovan Mitchell has been on absolute fire. Um, Darius Garland has come back in. Levert's probably on the outs, at least of fantasy rosters. He's still going to play about 20-odd minutes minutes. a night. Just not going to give too much. Um, Would you buy low on on Garland? He was a bit ordinary to start the year. Um, I think Mobley's too high. Could you buy low on Jarrett Allen? What are you seeing with the Cavs? Yeah, I... I like Garland, and I like Garland a lot. And it was because one of our friends, Nathan Brain, pointed out that he's just uber consistent when he's up and going, and he's a really good fantasy basketball player. So I've actually made a move in one of our leagues that I've moved on. I've sold high on DeAndre Ayton and brought in Darius Garland. So I I really like what's going on there. Yeah, I like that too. Um, Is there anything you want to cover at the the Thunder, or can we just roll over them? Yeah, look, if you go quite deep. Yeah, they do. If you're streaming threes, Isaiah Joe's nice and really picked it up last game. But apart from that, it's your big four there. Um, Pels and the Timberwolves is the kind of game that a weird NBA freak like me really enjoys to watch. Um, make sure Jordan Hawkins is owned in your leagues. Uh, he's the clear CJ replacement. Um, look, I've really enjoyed what I've been seeing from Zion, you know, Jonas has been a bit inconsistent. Is there anything he you has. really want to want to touch on this? I see Cat getting moved in a couple of my my leagues. Rudy Gobert was sort of picked late, but people are sitting on him because you know what you're going to get. Um, is it panic stations with somebody like Cat? No, 
I don't think so. You got to hold him. You picked him there for a reason. Jordan Hawkins, he is basically CJ McCullum light. So he's yep. he's got the green light to shoot it. They they desperately need outside shooting. And if you look at the New Orleans roster, they've got is it Matt Ryan, Jordan Hawkins. Yep. Who else have they got that shoots the outside ball well? Not much. That's, That's the point. Right. So he's going to get time. He's going it. to get minutes. He's going to get shots. Sounds good, mate. Let's head off into the Pistons and the Bucks, which could be a bit of a bloodbath. Um, again, I know the Bucks are playing a double game, two in a row. Um, not super worried about it because you're probably not adding someone. You're getting off the waivers. The Pistons no. are interesting. Everybody seemed to have added them early, and now it seems to be like you know. Duran, um, Cade Cunningham, and and Thompson are the only rosterable guys. Like, what do you think of uh, Sasser? Hot and cold. Yep. I think his role will be more clear back end of December, early January, when we start to see the Pistons record at five wins and 20 losses or whatever it's going to be. Like, they're still not a good team, but a lot depends on Alec Burks as well and when he comes back. One thing I want to consider is I'm going to rattle off the minutes of this guy. 35 minutes, 36 minutes, 34 minutes, 31, 33, 35, 34, and 39. I'm talking about Isaiah Stewart. Um, He scored in double digits in all but one game. Um, He's got in, you know, 14, 7, 9, 7, 8, 11 rebounds. He's been relatively consistent, you know, shooting above 500 as well. I was mm-hmm. asked you at somebody you can add. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Percentages wise, he's good. He gets your boards, he gets your points. He's definitely not the worst you can pick up. Um, Lakers and the Rockets next. Mm-hmm. Now, again, due to a young team, due to lots of moving parts, I find it really hard to, to get anybody from the Rockets due to the fact that. Everybody, he just seems they just seem to be rostered everywhere. Dylan Brooks should be rostered now in your legs. Yes. Um, you know, the battle between D'Lo and and how the other guys go in the in the Lakers as to who can be that, you know, that third fiddle. But you've got yep. LeBron and AD. They should take care of the Rockets. There's not too much I want to cover. No, is AD in or is he a game time decision? I, I think he's a game time yet. decision. Yeah. yeah, okay. Which that'll give a um, boost to Christian Wood. So, yeah. Yep. Um, but when we're talking the Rockets, Van Fleet is either really hot or really cold. Um, Green has been not real great so far this year. I've been impressed by the young bigs in Jabari Smith Jr. and Alperin Sengun. They're both really playing well. I actually find Dylan Brooks has taken a fair bit away from Jalen Green. He has. He has. You're right. Um, Suns versus the Bulls. It's always going to be who is that small forward and who produces at the moment, isn't it? Uh, there's no news on Bradley Beal back yet. I think I read Devin Booker was scratched too as as an owner of Devin Booker. Um, okay. Look, the Bulls are really bad. The Suns have been hampered by injuries. I don't have alarm bells about the Suns, but look, the Bulls should be trending towards tanking. Long story short, yes. Yeah, balls of shit. Yeah. Um, the Heat versus the Grizzlies next. Um, Sandy Aldama is a guy that I'm looking to step it up in this next game. 
played 20 yeah. in his first game. Didn't look too bad. Probably looked a step slow, uh, realistically. Um, X got a did not play. And I saw some things on Twitter. Twitter. Um, he got a Twitter. did not play because he was injured. <laughs> but, yeah, don't be, don't be a quitter, man. Um, but, yeah, I saw some things on Twitter and people were like, oh, X got dropped. Well, he didn't. But the alarming thing is they brought him off the bench in the – in the game against Portland that went into overtime that overtime. they lost. And then they and then they won in the game that he didn't play where Biz started. Yeah. I think Biz yeah. is rosterable. Um yep. but yeah, it doesn't look good. I would be dropping X if you have him. Yep, I'm with you. The two games where he does sweet FA, they've gone into overtime and they've won. So yeah. If you've got him, drop him. And if you don't have him, don't get him. Um, looking at the Raptors, um, playing the Mavericks, I actually find the Raptors really fun to watch this year. Yeah. I'm really enjoying our, our boy bounce back Barnsey. He's having an unreal start to the season. Mate. Yeah. I'm always there for a bounce, uh, for a Barnsey, uh, circle jerk, but, um, oh. mate, <laughs> having a look at the, at the Raptors, they don't go real deep. No. Uh, look, Grady Dick and some guys <laughs> are getting minutes. Pascal Siakam has been Awful. I don't even think Shitting he's a buy low bed. candidate. I don't even nah. think he's a buy low candidate. Nah, I wouldn't touch him. It's clearly Scotty Barnes's team now. You have to wait it out if you're an owner, though, just praying and hoping that he gets traded. You can't drop him. You probably took nah. him at 40. Yeah. Or earlier. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the Mavs, it's always interesting as to how Kyrie and Luca go. Uh, Derek Lively. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't very good last game. Um, we sort of mentioned this time last week that we think that you can add him and he could be a season-long keeper. The alarm bell sort of popped up again. Yeah, they have, but that's the the journey of a young player, isn't it? One week he looks like God, the next week he looks like, you know, that red-headed stepchild. So it's just, it's the ride. Embrace it. Yeah. So, yeah, so after playing 32 minutes, getting 15 and 14, he played 16 minutes and got 10 and 5. Realistically, when you have a look at his percentages and everything, it was just maybe the opportunity and the matchup against Orlando. He just didn't really, really play as much. I expect against Toronto he'll be pretty good. And then he's playing the Clippers and the and the Pels after that. Look, I expect yeah, him to I, bounce back. And I think yeah, he's rosterable. I think, I think you're spot on there. Playing against Orlando, they had Mo Wagner on the on the court for a lot of that. So stretch big. They're playing Toronto. Jakob Pertle inside. He's a pure inside. So I think you'll see you'll get a lot more minutes. Um, I'm interested to see when I've been really enjoying watching uh, Shaden Sharp play. Um, the Trailblazers mm. are playing the Kings, and I actually think the Trailblazers could take care of business again. Um, Kings have been ordinary. Yeah, I like them. Mm, I like. So I. I actually really like Portland this year. Yeah. Okay. One that I think you need to keep your eye on for Portland now that Time Lord's out for an indefinite amount of time is Jabari Walker. So for our viewers that are yeah, listening so. in, just he'll he'll play his eighteen to twenty to twenty two minutes tomorrow. He'll be the backup big for Portland. He does a bit of everything. He can stretch the floor. Just keep an eye on how he goes. He might be streamable. And we're not really looking at streaming in you know, too many players at the moment, like we were saying, but Scoot Henderson is out again. Of course, we've got Anthony Simons out for, out for an extended period as well. Brogdon mm-hmm. should be owned. I never, I didn't think this year would be the year of Brogdon going fantastic, but anyway, 
he no. is. Um, he's a self yeah, you start. Yeah, you start to see some, you know, cameos from Kamara and and Mays and and Aiton looked lazy in the last game, but yeah, they really need him to step up. But you know, he's going to be playing against uh, Sabonis, so it could be anything. But yeah, Trailblazers could take care of business. Yeah. Yep. Um, the one that everybody's probably going to be watching. Not too many people are going to be watching the Trailblazers versus the Kings when the Warriors are playing the Nuggets, are they? You wouldn't have thought so. No. no. Um, who have you got winning this one? Denver. I think great. Jok- Jokic, there's just Warriors are small. And when you got Kevon Looney, who, don't get me wrong, he's getting his boards, he's getting a lot more assists this year. He's almost like Draymond Green light. Um, but in comparison, or in comparison to Jokic, it's just it's chalk and cheese, isn't it? That man is unbelievable. He runs the offense there. I'm really impressed by MPJ's start to the year. He's shooting the ball fairly well and getting some nice rebounding numbers. Yeah, he's good. Like <clears throat> this is sort of what we expected. Like he had that yeah. year off to start off with, and we thought that he would come to this guy. He's got paid, and um, yeah, I suppose owners are getting dividends. He was taken late in drafts, and so yeah. is Dre. I think he has game time decision next to him, basically every game. But you know what? Yep. Thirteen and nine assists uh, uh, in twenty seven minutes, shooting fifty seven percent. Fifteen five and three the following game. Eighteen three and eight. That's assists with eight uh, from your power forward uh, shot. Has missed. One free throw all year as well. Um, you know what? He's been great this year in the games yeah, that he's played. He has been. Now I'm going to throw out some names to you. I've got four names here. I want you to say whether you could stream them or keep them or just not worry about them, okay? Okay. Strother from Denver? No. Christian Braun? No. Reggie Jackson? Yep. Now that Jamal Murray's out for, I don't know how long, they've come out and said it's a bit more serious than first thought. Last I one. by no means think that Reggie's a good player, though. That's no. not what I think. I think, like, when you're getting 30 minutes a night on a phenomenal team, mm-hmm. you can rack up things accidentally. Yeah. Dario Saric. No. No, neither. Not a lot sure. of people rushed to get him when he's, what do you have, like 18 and 10? A couple of games ago, and then he shit the bed and had one board for the game. So yeah. that, that's the ride that Dario Saric is going to offer. By all means, if you like painful rides and it feels like you're gouging your eyes out, jump on board. But, yeah, he's not a streamable person at all. I'm probably just going to lay on a bed of nails instead. That would be less painful. Mate, we've, we've wrapped up all the games. Um, we've had a bit of a chat about our strategy, and I just want to mention with 13 games on, I recommend you add players from the fall, in the in the upcoming day because everybody right. will be scrambling for Milwaukee bases, Hawks and Magic players. Get, get your Bobbies, get your Suggs, get all those guys in early, get ahead of the game, have a full roster for today. You've obviously got those players on your team for a reason, and, um, yeah, good luck this week. Absolutely. You got you got anything to leave on, mate? No, no. Uh, good luck to those of you listening at home and courtesy to the guys at the Standard Squeeze and Ryan from Astute Finance. We'll catch you next time. Big horse. Cheerio. Out.